Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is a special emergency podcast edition of the State of Recruiting. We only come to you with emergencies when there's big news, and I can't imagine bigger news uh, for Texas fans. But first, let me introduce uh, my guest. Joining me today, it is the great Steve Wiltfong. Steve, thanks for coming on for this. Michael, what a, what a night for Texas football. Landing Quinn Ewers, the number one overall recruit in the top 247 player rankings. Horns 247 is buzzing. We have great coverage over there. What's going on, man? And it is uh, quite a day. I can tell you this is, as the team site guy, you can you often feel like sometimes you're out alone on an island when you're, you know, when you're holding on to. Hey, I still think you know the, throughout the throughout the last couple of months, it's, there's been a lot of buzz for Oklahoma or Ohio State. But I've always kind of said I still think Texas is, is a constant in that recruitment. They're going to be tough to put away, and um, you know, feels good on days like this to be to be vindicated in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I really think that uh, Quinn has really connected with offensive coordinator Mike Yersich. I think he believes in uh, the direction of this Texas program. He obviously believes in the direction uh, of this Texas program under Tom Herman and, and thinks that he can be a guy that helps uh, bring back the standard of football uh, that's expected to be played in Austin and ultimately hoist a crystal ball in a national championship. And the last time Texas signed the number one overall recruit in the 24-7 sports composite, you have to go back nearly 20 years ago to Vince Young. And, and now uh, they do it again here uh, with Quinn Ewers, who I expect uh, it, it would take a whole hell of a lot from another prospect for someone to unseat Quinn Ewers uh, atop our rankings with the resume that he's already put together at South Lake Carroll last year playing against the best high school football competition in the nation, throwing for over 4,000 yards and, and uh, um, 45 touchdowns, just three interceptions, almost 600 more rushing yards, nine scores, uh, almost 400 yards passing against a Duncanville defense that has uh, nothing but Division One guys on, on the field against him. Uh, obviously, the, the, the coming out party – against Denton Geyer uh, and, and Eli Stowers, who's going to Texas A&M, where he had over 450 total yards and six touchdowns in that game. This is just a, a massive pickup. And, and Texas has obviously recruited the quarterback position well, uh, but Quinn Ewers is going to come in and push the hell out of that room when he gets in there. What does this say, I guess, for this Texas staff that they haven't been able to even put a product on the field with their new staff yet, and, and they were still able to, to reel in a kid like Quinn? Well, I think if you're actually realistic about Texas and you take a step back and look at the state of the program and, and, and last year wasn't the, the year that, that Texas had had wanted uh, coming into it uh, with the expectations of uh, after they beat Georgia in, in the Sugar Bowl, 
you think you have a shot at making the college football playoff. And you know what? Texas did come into the season. And I know, I know that they finished eight and five and, and, and it, it certainly wasn't what they wanted, but man, you go back to week two, uh, the 45-38 shootout against LSU uh, in Austin. They played LSU as well as anyone last year. And then uh, a few weeks later, you lose a 34-27 a to ball game to, to Oklahoma. You're a young football team, and everything that you had prepared for for the last year at that point has basically been wiped off the table. You, you can't, you really can't win the national championship anymore. You can, you can come in there that next day and look at your 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 team and four and two and say, hey, everything's still in in, in front of you. Um, if we go out and execute on the field, but that's hard for 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 these players to. Um, you know, rally around as young people, and and they had the tough one with Kansas, and then they lose the TCU, lose the Iowa State, lose the Baylor. None of those are bad losses, uh, in my opinion. Um, and and uh, but with the way Texas recruited, they had two number three ranked recruiting classes in a row, and another top ten class, I think, it was number nine. So those three, those three uh, um, classes now make up the bulk of the roster. You still have Sam Ellinger under center coming into the to the year. I think Texas has a promising football team. They finally have some offensive linemen that are going to get drafted. It's been a long time since that's happened, uh, and, and so uh, I know eight and five to the outside. It's easy to kick dirt on Texas and make fun of the we're back and 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 all of that. Um, but I still like the trajectory of uh, of Texas's program with the way they've recruited, um, and uh, I just think last year was more circumstance and I, look I, I i get it someone could come in and say well if my aunt had ball she'd be my uncle and, and texas lost all those games but uh, i think they were in those games and and, and if it goes if LS, that lsu game goes the other way or that oklahoma game goes the other way uh, all of a sudden texas serves held an eight five last year the kids would respond better and, and they're an older more mature football team this year you talked about, um, you know, the, the recruiting classes, top three, two years in a row, a couple years ago, top 10 last year. Um, obviously, the the race to get to number one, that's something you chronicle month in and month out. And it's tough. It's tough to get there. It's very competitive. But landing the number one guy in the country is a good start. What do you think this could do for maybe Texas as far in the in the rest of the 22 class? Well, Quinn Ewers is going to be the lightning rod recruit in that class, particularly in state. So now all of a sudden, if you're an offensive player in the state of Texas in that 2022 recruiting class, you, you seeing Quinn Ewers in, in the fold for the Longhorns, uh, you know what that, that means for you potentially uh, as a skill player or offensive lineman. So you get a jolt there. I do think that Quinn Ewers' personality is one where he is going to be a good peer recruiter, and that is also going to help Texas in that regard. And look, this Texas staff is, has, has been recruiting at a high level. They have the number one class in the Big 12 right now in the 2021 rankings, and really it seems like like a down year right now. <laughs> so um, uh, this is just a massive pickup for, for Texas to help them finish 2021 strong and go into 2022. Wade, you got you talked about kind of the great performances he had his sophomore season, and they were fantastic. I think I was at three or four of them. But what was you know what were really the discussions in the rankings room when you guys were pushing him to number one in the update this summer? Well, I think if you just go and check out Charles Powers' article on Quinn Quinn Ewers, you know where he kind of just 
compares him to to being the best junior prospect since Trevor Lawrence, who topped our, our, our rankings in 2018. And, and really, like, Quinn, Quinn might even be slightly ahead if you're just comparing sophomore seasons. I mean, Quinn played better competition than Trevor did uh, as, as a sophomore, and, and, and Trevor's numbers are nothing to snoot your nose out that. 3,655 yards, 43 touchdowns, and four, four interceptions. I mean, that's a hell of of a sophomore campaign and Trevor Lawrence went and broke damn near every meaningful record uh, in high school football in the state of Georgia, uh, surpassing Deshaun Watson in a lot of those categories. So putting that in the perspective, but then you put Quincy's and alongside that and the level of competition he played against uh, it, it's, it's eerily similar and, and really you, you kind of get the edge uh, uh, to Quinn uh, in, in that regard. And, and just the way he sees the field uh, the way he makes decisions, the way he can buy himself time. Uh, the, obviously, he has all the physical traits from the arm talent. So it, it really comes down to what separates Quinn is his feel for the game and his his ability to be accurate with the football. Uh, but but like I said, uh, extend plays, make things happen off script. Uh, those those are things that make Quinn yours. Uh, um, unique to, to his peers at the position and, and theoretically like you could argue you could make an argument that Quinn Ewers as a sophomore last year was the best quarterback in the country regardless of class yeah I think that's a it's a strong argument to make well um obviously a great day for Texas fans Steve you were uh, nails on this story all along appreciate um you know, all the help you gave me in it and everything and uh, bringing our great listener, li- listeners and readers over at Horns 24-7, a lot of great info. So thanks for that. Mike, you're the best. Love working with you. Uh, y'all enjoy this one. Have a good weekend and, and we'll see you on uh, Horns 247. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Steve.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.